Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You are already complete. In this podcast, Eckhart addresses participants' concerns. An athlete wants to know if competition is incompatible with leading an awakened life. Eckhart explains that one can have the desire to win, but when winning becomes the key to one's sense of identity, that's a pitfall of the ego. A man asks what to do because his presence practice has grown so deeply he no longer relates to his family. He says he loves them but doesn't want to be around them. Another person asks for advice on how to snap out of incessant thinking. Eckhart says if we're totally absorbed in thinking, then we've lost the present moment. Eckhart reminds everyone that even though we have problems, part of the solution is to realize in our deepest essence, we are already complete. Here's the written question. I've been a competitive athlete all of my life. Before games, I would get fired up and definitely want to win. Has my competitive nature always been entirely my ego? And if not, what's the role of competition in the awakened life? Should we not strive to compete in anything at all? Okay, good question. That reminds me of a story of a Zen master. He was watching an archery competition and uh, one of the uh, competitors who was really a master in archery uh, was not doing very well and they, uh, the Zen master was watching and they asked him what's happening to him why isn't he doing very well today and the Zen master said his desire to win drains him of power his desire to win drains him of power. Now that's interesting. Wouldn't one have thought that his desire to win would empower him? That of course that would be ego, his desire to win. His desire to win means there's a focus on the outcome. There's a mental focus on the outcome that he wants to achieve. That mental focus on the outcome that he wants to achieve prevents him from being totally present in the moment and giving his fullest to the moment. So there is a drain of energy because the mental focus is on the desired outcome instead of total and complete and utter attention to the present moment. 
if you give total and complete and utter attention to the the doing of the present moment there can an intense energy arises that sometimes could surpass anything that one would think a human being is capable of now how does that relate to winning and the desire to win you can you can have the desire to win uh, in competition of course winning is important to you but winning becomes a distraction the desire to win becomes a distraction uh, when it is an ego egoically motivated desire it becomes important to your sense of identity to your sense of self to win to win that competition your sense of fulfillment your sense of completion your sense of happiness and most importantly your sense of identity and the completion of your sense of identity depends whether you win or you don't win that whatever it is that competition and that is the power drain and that is when you feel elated and sometimes it's possible that despite the fact that you could have done better you're still so good because you've practiced so much and you you can still win even if it's egoically motivated but it's less likely it's less likely when you need the win for your identity then it becomes a hindrance but when you regard it as a game in which you participate giving giving your fullest because it's lovely to participate in the game of life to it is lovely to feel this empowerment of intense energy and this is not only in sports it's also when you are when you're writing let's say you're a creative writer dive into the start of summer at whole foods market check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce organic strawberries and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I wrote The Power of Now and The New Earth, and New Earth, I could often sense this incredibly intense energy arising, not only when I was writing, it was also there even in between the writing. Sometimes the energy, the intensity of energy was very, very high. And an outside observer might have thought that I was feeling uh, stressed or that I was in a state of stress or there was no stress whatsoever. We tend to associate high intense energy with stress. And that is because when you when you are coming from ego, this high energy is, is always associated with stress because you need to get somewhere. You're not in full enjoyment of the energy. So it's a stressful energy. It can even be very destructive. 
destructive to the body, destructive to your mind. Uh, so the important thing then is the fact that you are able to participate in the game of life because you're a human, you're a human being. As a being, you don't need anything. As a being, you're already complete. As a being, you are, you are timeless. There's nothing to be added to who you are as a being. It's a being you participate in the, the fullness of life. You are the fullness of life. As a human, which is your form identity, being is your essence identity, the two come together. As a human, you engage in doing, because as a human, there are many things you can do and would want to do to participate in the in the created world in the the universe delights in creativity only look at the planet how many life forms just one planet has created in the oceans on land millions of life forms so and elsewhere undoubtedly also so the universe delights in creating form and you can also participate in the universe's delight by participating, becoming a co-creator in the world of form, whether you create something or you simply participate in this game of life through an activity. You could become a master in your field or you strive towards becoming a master in your field and you delight in the intense energy that comes with it. You know what you want to achieve but your sense of who you are does, is not linked to the achievement, and that is the key. So you can work towards an achievement without expecting a fuller sense of identity or finding yourself, one could say, without expecting to find yourself in the, in the desired outcome. When I become, when I get my gold medal, or when I have written this bestseller, or whatever it may be, then I will be fully myself. And then there's the idea that you will experience a completion of your sense of self, which actually can happen for brief moments, and then it disappears. So you cannot actually find your complete completion of your sense of self in any achievement, except temp very temporarily. And often the achievement doesn't last for very long. You can, you can be the greatest, whatever tennis player or whatever whatever field you're in. And the, there comes a time when you're not the greatest anymore. There comes a time, or you might have an accident. You might have dedicated your life to, to a certain physical activity, and suddenly you have an accident. You bra break a certain bone, and it's you can't do it anymore. And you, your whole life was dedicated to it. And this can be devastating for a person because they had associated their sense of identity with achievement in their particular field. But you, you can actually be more powerful if you do not link your sense of identity to what you do so that the doing becomes an impersonal process where energy comes through you into this world and then manifests in whatever form and that's a it's a beautiful thing that you can it's a deeply enjoying joyful thing when you feel the creative process operating through you and creative process can even be if you play 
be a great tennis player. It's creative. Even people love watching these sports. Why? I sometimes ask myself, why is it that people watch, uh, there's two people with a racket and they're hitting a ball. They go on for hours and people are fascinated. Why can they be fascinated by watching two people hitting this ball for hours on end? And they're fascinated because they can sense that the players are present. They're, they are totally present in that moment and there. It's not the human that's doing it. And if the human interferes, they are much more likely to lose the match. If the, if the ego comes in, if the desire to win comes in, then what the Zen master said applies, there is a power drain. But if they can be totally present, then that's the most wonderful thing, even just to watch as an observer. It's a, there's a beauty to it. So the important thing is then we come back to the very foundation of, of everything. The foundation is you need to find your identity that is transcendent to what you do or achieve or know as a person so that you can operate in this world without the baggage of ego or the, the power drain of a false sense of self that seeks itself in something and then is happy for a little while when it gets it and then it's no longer happy or it doesn't get it and then becomes totally unhappy. That's not how you want to live because then your activity becomes stressful. And even if you get your whatever you win in your particular field, it doesn't even help you if you're so continuously focused on where you want to get to, you're never pressed in what you do and you're much less likely also to be successful. The greatest achievements were done by the people who recognized that these things, they recognized that the power came through them and they were open to it. So participate in the game of life, but find who you are first so that you continue to know that who you, who you are in your essence has nothing to do with what you achieve or don't achieve. And so you're, you're no longer dependent for your sense of self on victory or defeat, gain or loss. You're not dependent for your sense of self on victory or defeat, gain or loss. And that's essential because if you are dependent on those things, it's a recipe for ultimate unhappiness and misery. So participate in the game of life in a free, liberated way, not looking to it for something that it cannot give you. And then you're much more likely to be successful. It's a pa that's a paradox. You're much more likely to be successful if there's this internal need to win isn't there anymore. And yet there's high intensity of energy. So you're more, more likely to get what you want when you don't desperately need it. Uh, it doesn't mean there is not intense energy. There's intense energy in the present moment, and it's beautiful. When you, anybody who has experienced a moment of crea moments of creativity, or periods of in your life when you are creative, it's a wonderful, joyful thing when you feel this flow of creativity. Enthusiasm is the word that's usually connected with that. Then you're 
your action is enthusiastic, enthusiasm, that word goes back to Greek language, it means in God, which means you're connected to the power that underlies the universe when you're enthusiastic. Unless the ego is there, there's also egoic enthusiasm, which is craziness, so let's not go there. <laughs> Hi. Hi. First of all, I really have to say thank you so much. You've helped me out so much in my life. I really appreciate it. But recently, I, I felt my presence like growing and growing and growing. And it's really awesome. Um, but there's kind of like a downside to it, too, because my family, you know, who I really, really love, they have um, a really strong eminence of mind. It's like anything that we talk about has got to be logical. It's got to be, you know, like it has to make sense. It, you know, why would you do that? Or look at what this guy's doing over here. So um, when I'm in conversation or spending time with my family, I've, I just, I'm kind of just like sitting there in presence and, and I don't feel like I get to connect with them in the way that I used to. And, you know, but in order to do that, you know, I have to get, it's, it's a, like a really, there's a mind frequency that you have to get on and then kind of just really, and I, I just, I can't do that the same as I used to. Um, so it's just led to me just kind of not really wanting to be around him anymore. And, and that's really sad for me because it, it feels like you've said in many things, like a, like a kind of death almost. And I don't really know what to do about that or if, there, if there's a way I can change it or if, it's, you know, if I just have to accept it. And if that's the case, I mean, I'm totally fine with that. And that's kind of where it feels like it has to be for me. But at the same time, you know, I just wanted to see what your insights were because you know, right. I, I'd love to talk some things. Yeah, yeah. So you're finding that uh, it's, it's you don't really participate anymore when they are having conversations or discussions, then you, you just sit there and, and they notice it and they say what's wrong with you and, uh, yeah. and you feel you're not part of them anymore. And you don't want to go there the, because that would draw you back into egoic mindset so that's a there's a transitional period when you as you awaken spiritually if you want to put it like that then uh, for a while you can feel uh, that uh, you don't connect anymore with uh, people around you and quite a few people have this challenge you it is possible to uh, participate in these normal interactions, unless they are extremely negative, there are some there there are some people who uh, who manifest e extreme negative conversations and vibrational frequencies that you would want to remove yourself from. There's even underlying sense of violence, whether it's physical or verbal violence. There are certain there are certain energy fields that you would not want to be too close to. You, in fact, you. You can't anymore. You would have to remove yourself. But then there are other energy fields that are just normal human craziness. <laughs> so it's the normal, I call the normal human state crazy, a bit crazy. It's the normal human craziness you have to learn to live with. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. 
Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. So not the not the extreme craziness that you can't, obviously, you can't participate. But the normal craziness you find when you meet your family or you meet old friends, gradually you are able to develop the ability to participate in conversations without getting drawn into egoic egoic the egoic level of conversation so you can you can you can comment on things and without getting drawn into unconscious identification with the stream of thinking so you may even find that your presence is helpful to others because you, you although you participate it's a i cannot quite explain to you because it's hard to explain how you're able to talk without being completely drawn into the the mind stream that many people when when you observe conversations between people they go and then the other replies and they're totally set in their opinions completely identified with their mental positions and you are able then you can practice you say something you comment on something without necessarily contradicting but but it comes from a different place than identification with a mental position. You might still have mental positions. You probably have a mental position towards the political situation. Uh, you, pr- you probably have some position. You're either on the left or on the right or somewhere in the middle, who knows? You have some position, but the way in which you voice your mental position, are you identified with it do you derive your sense of self from it or are you simply able to state how you see things this is how i see it but there's no self in it anymore if you can practice practice with little comments there's no self in it you don't need to whenever you become defensive about anything that you have said you've been drawn into egoic sense of self any defensiveness or aggression in what you say you realize you they have drawn you into to their level of consciousness normal craziness in other words but when you can observe yourself when you can make statements without any defensiveness or aggression then you these these statements are free of self doesn't mean you cannot have a position but there's no self-identification with the position and then you can state your position and let others then say whatever they like so gradually you learn to participate in the conversation but coming from presence so that you continue to be able to function in this world without becoming drawn back into the craziness that's always a danger especially if you have a group of people uh, and you are the only one who is present then there's always a danger that you you get drawn back into the egoic mindset so it's a it's a challenge but it's a very helpful challenge because by facing the challenge you grow in presence you only grow in presence when presence is challenged 
that's a wonderful miracle by whatever life circumstances they may be presence needs to be challenged in order to grow in this dimension if presence were not challenged it would not grow that's the beauty of it so be thankful for these people who challenge your presence because they can intensify your presence if approached cor correctly all right all right thank you very much any life situation that is challenging to your to your where you think oh i can't be present with that well yes it is possible as i said there are some situations where you would never want to be in like to be with violent people or something like that that you wouldn't want to but otherwise there's this huge area of normal craziness where it's wonderful to be challenged because that's how presence grows in this world and you may find that uh, this little the spark of presence suddenly transmits itself to one or two other people not through explanations no, don't try to explain stuff just live it but don't explain it unless they really want to know if it's a true question then there's a time to say something but otherwise don't try to explain anything don't use the word presence or anything like that just be present <laughs> yeah. okay thank you so much Eckert I really appreciate it thank you all the best to you we had a person write in are there any tips that you can give to help us snap out of incessant thoughts immediately? For example, what about using a certain word like silence that we can say to ourselves? I know you've spoken about taking a deep breath and also looking at the sky. I find myself lately with a sharp increase in overwhelming, rampant, jumping thoughts, and I'm getting so frustrated with it all. Are there any tips to help us snap out of incessant thoughts immediately? <laughs> well, the only place you can snap out is in the present moment. So it is, it is always immediate. It's either in this moment, you are either in thought or you are out of thought. So... The important question is, in the moment, are you able to recognize that you do not want these thoughts because they are futile, they may even be destructive, they do not add anything to your life, they make your life miserable, and they seem to have a life of their own. These, as you know, the thoughts, as I've said before, uh, for most people, they most people when they say I think, it's not actually true because thinking happens to them. Thinking is like something that takes place in you that you have no say in at all. So it all, if there is enough awareness that you can realize that these thoughts are futile and you don't want them, and you do not believe in a, a subsequent thought after you've realized that you don't want this mental noise, it fulfills no purpose except to be a terrible burden in your life. You realize that you would rather not have it because you don't need it. And then a thought may come that says that you need to think more because it's 
Bori, for example, is, a, is one such case. Bori says that you need to worry because if you don't worry, it will all fall apart. Of course, that's a lie. But so don't believe any thought that says that you really need to think a bit more about this. And then the moment you've realized you don't want it, then you can make a choice. I, I want to step out of thought. Now, what do you do next? I want to step out of thought. If you say silence, I don't know if that's a good thing. Silence is not is still a thought. And you might even uh, develop a discussion or conflict in your mind that says your mind is, no, I'm not going to be silent. And then another part of the mind says, yes, we, I, I want you to be silent. So that may not work. <laughs> the uh, One of the quickest ways is uh, come to your senses. Come to your senses. Sensory perception. Become aware of sensory perception. Visual, auditory, those are the two main senses. And then the, the other senses, scent, taste, touch. But let's just stay with the two main senses, visual and auditory. Touch might be interesting too. So come to your senses means become aware, place your attention. You can't stop thinking, can't stop thinking. I want to stop thinking, but I can't. Of course you can. What do I do? Open your eyes and look around the room and listen. Are there any sounds? Touch the surface of the table or the, whatever is in front of you and feel it. Look at different objects in that are in the room briefly. So you're consciously perceiving the room. If you're in a room, if you're outside, you do it outside. And keep your attention on sensory perception. Listen. See. Touch. Be where you are. Be where you are. Come to your senses. And then you will notice something. You will notice a pull of thinking, wanting to get your attention back from sensory perception. And that pull can be very strong. There's a, there's a gravitational pull, I call it sometimes, where thought wants your attention back. It doesn't want you to step out of it. It wants to continue like every life form because every thought is a temporary life form. It's an energetic form uh, and it doesn't, it, it wants to grow in you. In many people, thoughts are, are almost, represent almost a kind of cancer that they proliferate. Certain thoughts proliferate in your mind and they get hold and they, one thought leads to another and another. So you will feel the gravitational pull of thought wanting your attention back. Once you know that, you can say, ah, there, you can, I'm, I'm verbalizing it now, but you just notice there's the gravitational pull of thought wants to come in and take and sometimes you lose it you lose sensory perception again and you're back in thought and then you come back into your senses and if you can combine sensory perception with breathing taking conscious breaths that's even better that's more for, more of an anchor for for presence you're breathing and you're watching and maybe you're also listening and if you then can add a third thing, then, then you can be really totally present if you can feel your inner body while you're there breathing, sitting and perceiving. You're f fully here in the now. And when the pull of thought will come and you refuse to go there, it's not, you don't suppress thought, you just give more attention to sensory perception, 
more attention to your breath, more attention to the inner body. Do it at night. If you can't sleep at night, if the room is dark, inner body awareness and breathing. And if there's light in the room, then you, you add sensory perception, visual perception, look around, be where you are, be where you are. That is the most powerful way of withdrawing consciousness from thinking. And many times you will probably lose yourself in thought again, and then you come back. And then gradually you spend more times, longer periods of time in no thought. And the important thing is have an agreement with yourself that you, you do not spend more than a certain period of time every day thinking about your life problems, whatever they may be. Say, set aside 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever a day when you address mentally your problems, what can I do, what is there to do, can I this, that, that. The rest of the time, do not allow your life situation to live in your mind and make your life miserable. Detract from the enjoyment of life, which is always in the present moment, leading to continuous loss of the present moment. That's a dreadful fate. Never continuous loss of present moment. Many humans are fortunately are suffering from that condition. Uh, so think about your problems for a certain period of time for the rest of the time have an agreement that whenever your mind comes in and starts thinking about whatever it is the pro your problems are everybody has certain problems do not go there do not see that it is futile unless you have a sudden insight a sudden realization that's a different thing that will come at the most unexpected moments but other than that to dwell in useless, uh, vicious circles of negative thinking, fearful thinking, experience the emotions that come with negative and fearful thinking, it's dreadful. So have an agreement that you do not carry the burden of your problematic life situation, which exists as thought in you. Don't carry it around with you all the time and be in it all the time and derive your identity from it. Address your problems in a focused way, give it some time and then step away and then be present. It's always returning to the present moment again and again. When you have to think, you think. Set aside problem solving time. Every day, if that's necessary, every other day, this is my problem solving time. The rest of the time, you just you you use thought just in response to the present moment. Sometimes you need thought to talk to people, do this or that. And at other times, you don't need thought. You're just present. But always, the practice is return to the present to present moment awareness again and again and again. Every time you realize you lost present moment awareness, the possibility of being aware is there. Oh, I lost it. Well, that means you're there now, because otherwise you wouldn't even know that you lost it. So if you know you lost the present moment, that's the present moment. That is the awareness. Because if you are totally absorbed in thinking, you don't even know that you lost the present moment. There is no present moment for you. <laughs>
I wish you well, and we will meet again in the now. And so now let's have our little meditation. We'll starting now, hear our bells. Thank you. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Eckhart Tolle, Essential Teachings, the podcast. You can follow these essential teachings on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't yet, go to Spotify and follow this podcast. Join us next week for more enlightened teachings from Eckhart Tolle. Thank you for listening. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.